Hello, this hello. This is Deepika Chauhan, and I'm from Team Paria. And in this episode, we are going to talk about why Sanskrit, and we are going to answer the question why Sanskrit is known as the mother of all languages. So I would like to go ahead with what I I just concluded yesterday. See, uh, though not all for all languages, Sanskrit is surely the mother of many languages, especially languages spoken in northern India. Even many words for the Vedic languages are derived from Sanskrit. Almost. all the ancient kinds of literatures such as the vedas upanishads epic shastras purans and many other works on medicine astronomy astrology and mathematics of those times were written in sanskrit so as we can see from this like as i read it from the wikipedia or other sources that sanskrit is not though it is not the oldest language the oldest language being tamil sanskrit is surely the mother of languages because many other dravidian languages derives from sanskrit and there's so many works for example the vedas the upanishads the epics the shastras the purans and many works on medicines like all those seven saptrishi works were written in sanskrit and uh, and it, though it was not the oldest language it was surely the most used language that's why it's known as the mother of language so i would like to hear the other like my batch like my team members opinion on what like they, what What's their their understanding of Sanskrit and its importance? Uh, Rudra, Kavya, Shrinidhi, anyone of you would like to go ahead with the point? uh yeah so uh sanskrit is again very uh, we know all sanskrit is like the mother of all the languages because sanskrit is a it is the oldest and it has all the vedas and puranas uh which are written in you know classical sanskrit and the you know the grammar is derived what we know as hindi today it is somewhat made out of sanskrit if we see so it has a very huge importance and some people you know there are some cases where sanskrit is so slowly you know dying which should not be the case so if you can tell me what exactly is that about yeah i would like to just all like uh, conclude because as because no sanskrit is more like being one of the most difficult language or it is interpreted as one of the most difficult languages mm-hmm, so yeah. it is not if we just pay attention to it yeah you know the way it is taught in india is not the right way to be taught you know it's not difficult it's the it's taught the wrong way that's why we find it burdensome because i remember when i was in class 8 you know i was just so happy because the next year by 9 sanskrit would not be there and it was later <laughs> in my like now in ha yeah it was in class like now in college i understand that yeah it's totally dying this language you know there's rarely any person who speaks in sanskrit yeah, rare it would be rare it is hard but you know it is literally you know the epitome of i mean it has a very huge importance right now which we yeah, uh, this generation that, doesn't see it well obviously because you know there has been a like, lot of reasons that for example you know obviously the moguls and the invasion which yeah. actually destroyed all our resources the nalanda university was destroyed so there's so many resources were destroyed in that you know in that uh, disastrous event and you know after like the britishers came so then it actually destroyed the like changed the whole 
you know the like trajectory trajectory of the education system of india otherwise if it would have been the british people i think sanskrit would have still have been in place of english and hindi sanskrit would have been the most strongest language we spoken in india we, we might have preserved our la- old language as you can see it is dying so yeah, this is yeah. like one of the like saddest point of uh, the point that you know that we su- suffer we are actually you know should be sorry about that but we can't do anything about it you know the way things have happened it was something that was actually to be actually we were expected to happen you know because sanskrit being is quite difficult but you know next to add like give on give on to information about sanskrit i would say that you know sanskrit has two types in it like there's only one sanskrit but there's some two types of sanskrit this vedic sanskrit in which vedas and puranas were written and the classics sanskrit from which grammatical rules were derived by panini panini which was obviously being a like a sage and a scholar he, he uh, like for example the way pathati pathata pathanti it was actually taken from classical sanskrit and these these long long uh, you know mantras and all were written in vedic sanskrit so vedic sanskrit is being the classical uh, like pre classical form like vedic sanskrit being the primal form of sanskrit being spoken or written and classical sanskrit is the one which like was derived from it. so this is how i would like to you know actually make people only me this is how i think vedic sanskrit was the parent parent lang sanskrit and classical sanskrit actually came from it so this is the point and second point i would like to add like this is like one of the fun facts that i found that sanskrit is the oldest survived language on earth as because other for example the asian greek and the asian egyptian has vanished you know being like these uh, primal languages of a civilization have vanished but you know the sanskrit is being like the oldest surviving language i think we should be thankful about that and the sacred language of hindu with this and jain tradition as we all know the mantras are still spoken in sanskrit so all the hindu mantras the the marriage mantras all are spoken in sanskrit and many of the asian literally works including jain buddhist works and even yoga shastra were written in sanskrit like everything like sanskrit was all around the world i think it was one of like the way today english is you know like english is like known as the international language or is it like the universal language i think it was sanskrit you know as we can see all over asia but you know time like every, every like everything has its own time and how it has deteriorated on the it's, 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 it's a different point and is um uh, and this one more point that uh, sanskrit is believed to have been the general language of the greater indian subcontinent in ancient time it is still used in today today in hindu religious rituals as i said buddhist hymns and chants and jain texts so as i say that like just today like how english is the universal language sanskrit in, in its in its time was the most used language i think the other team members would like to agree on this or like add on something or the other so one of the very interesting things i found about sanskrit is that all the 36 consonants and the 16 vowels of it are very fixed and precise because they have never been changed altered or improved uh so it has the same pronunciation so there's no sound shift as we see in other languages or maybe uh, uh for that my english uh we see there's a lot of alterations but in sanskrit we don't 
because it has this it's absolute perfection and uh, perfection by its own formation so that was one of the things which i found very interesting about sanskrit yeah i would agree with uh, what shrinidhi said because you know this is like this is actually kind of something like we should like give a thought about but how actually in english this abcd which has like no relation if you ask someone like a native english speaker like why is abcd that way they may not have an answer but we do have an answer for example it's sanskrit and hindi both that you know the way our throat moves the way our lip moves and the way our tongue moves is how the consonants and the you know the swar and vyanjan are actually you know arranged for example ka kha ga are arranged in a simple way the way our mouth moves the same direction on every that every letter so i think this is one thing that we should all be proud of like as in being an indian that everything like every symbol every scripture every word in our in our in our religion or maybe we can say in our history in the history in our indian hindu scriptures is has a reason for it has a scientific reason has a logical reason but it does have a reason so i think this is one thing uh, and i think this is how i would like to like, conclude my like my uh, topic about like sanskrit and how why it is known as the mother of all languages that you know how as we can say we can have a we have a look about how sanskrit has now we can see it's nowhere there it's just there for the sake of being a subject in schools but i think in my opinion sanskrit should be added and should be taught in the right way to every student and every like every student all around the india just to for them to for sake of them to respect their language and them to know and they should know where they belong to like where their roots are, are connected and you know what should what what were like what were the ancestors doing and what was what should they should be they proud of like for example sanskrit and how its logical reasons how scriptures and how are every work every work for even they take the vedas upanishads epics they all have something or the other like something or the other to be proud of they have a reason to be there so i think this is one one thing that uh, i would like to this is how i would like to end my episode on how sanskrit is known as the mother of all languages and uh, this is how i and this is the end of end of a podcast second episode and the third episode kavya would like kavya would continue with uh, like our hindi and as we know after sanskrit the most second most spoken languages uh, is hindi and she would talk about how hindi has become a part of our daily life and how it has its own variation and how it changes like from like every 10 10 kilometers how hindi changes its own form so this is like this is the end of our podcast